Section 2 of the National Geographic Magazine, Volume 8, November 1897. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Larry Wilson. Hatcher's Work in Patagonia On February 29, 1896, Mr. J.B. Hatcher of Princeton embarked for Buenos Aires, primarily to collect vertebrate fossils and recent organisms in Patagonia for Princeton University, incidentally to obtain photographs and other data pertaining to the Aborigines for the Bureau of American Ethnology. He bore letters from both institutions, those from the latter securing him official recognition in Argentina and during his stay he received every courtesy as well as most material assistance from the government of this rapidly growing republic the success of his work is largely due to these official facilities and to the good offices of the ex-minister Stanislao zeballos one of the few honorary members of the national geographic society from buenos aires mr hatcher proceeded to gallegos the seat of government of the province of santa cruz a future empire of half the area of all germany with a population of only about sixteen hundred including three hundred indians outfitting here with a light tent five horses and a small cart mr hatcher accompanied by a single assistant mr o a peterson of princeton traversed the coast to punta arenas making extensive collections in paleontology and natural history punta arenas long an unimportant station became the centre of immigration a few years ago in consequence of discoveries of gold it is now the capital of the chilean territory of magellan with a population of about thirty four hundred the entire territory supports a population of some six thousand including about eight hundred indians returning to gallegos mr hatcher and his companion set out toward the cordillera or southern andes on december first eighteen ninety six and from that date until april sixth eighteen ninety seven they saw no human beings save themselves they journeyed first westward and then northward the rio santa cruz one of the principal rivers of patagonia finding this too large for fording they followed its banks to the great body of fresh water lake argentina in which it heads there they were so fortunate as to find a boat abandoned by english explorers several years before which they appropriated and repaired and in which they ferried their cart and baggage over the stream swimming their horses behind journeying northward near the base of the cordillera they discovered among other new geographic features a river fully equal to the santa cruz in volume occupying a most unexpected position it heads in the pampas east of the cordillera but flows westward through a profound gorge and undoubtedly falls into the pacific at some undetermined portion of the rugged chilean coast it is fed by glaciers often of noble magnitude it is swift and tumultuous so that it was found impracticable to cross it or indeed to trace its course with the facilities it command more than part of the way through the canyon in which it traverses the cordillera several weeks were spent in work about this portion of the cordillera in front they were not without incidents common to exploration of uninhabited countries sometimes these were of serious character in one case mr hatcher while separated from his companion was accidentally struck on the head 
by the metallic bit of his horse's bridle and so seriously wounded that the horse escaped leaving him alone and helpless on the pampas for two days and two nights he recovered sufficiently to rejoin his companion but the wound and exposure produced erysipelas by which he was incapacitated for weeks the difficulty of travel was greatly enhanced by the nearly uniform foulness of the weather cold drizzling rains and dense fogs are characteristic of patagonia with temperatures but little above the freezing point for months at a time fortunately game was easily taken and supplied the chief part of the camp fare returning from the trip into the interior mr hatcher with his companion made a voyage through the strait of magellan and about tierra del fuego in the course of which many new observations were made on the natural history geology paleontology and ethnology of the region the various routes traversed are indicated on mr hatcher's map through which an idea of the extent of the journeys may be gained he returned to princeton in july eighteen ninety seven as indicated by his article mr hatcher's energies were by no means limited to the collection of specimens indeed he utilized his opportunities for geographic geologic and ethnologic study in a notably successful manner the geographic results are stated summarily though with excess of modesty in the paragraphs prepared for this magazine while the preliminary results of the geologic and the paleontologic researches appear in several articles in the american journal of science and the american geologist certain features of southern south america brought out through mr hatcher's observations are especially significant to students of geographic development one of the characteristics of the region is the dearth of soil another is the paucity of the flora both in individuals and species and the fact that the flora of the pampas is evidently derived from that of the cordillera still another is the presence of saline lakes of residuary character scattered over the pampas these features indicate conclusively that the patagonian pampas have but recently been raised from the ocean bottom to form dry land certain other features give hardly less decisive indication of the manner of lifting the pacific coast passes from a lofty archipelago into a fjord marked sierra the configuration on the whole suggesting recent subsidence the great cordillera is trenched by the gorges of rivers notably the newly discovered rio Mayer, which have evidently retrogressed through the range so completely that water parting and mountain crest no longer coincide while there is a line of fresh water lakes skirting the eastern mountain front which albeit perhaps partly held in place by morainic dams undoubtedly owe their preservation to the sluggishness of the rivers flowing toward the atlantic and all these features as well as some others indicate that the lifting was greater along the eastern margin of the continent so as to produce a general warping or westward tilting the history of the evolution of this continental terminus has been complex as shown by the geologic succession brought out through mr hatcher's observations there have been several oscillations of greater or less extent doubtless at times the patagonian cordillera formed a great archipelago like the present tierra del fuego and the course of Mayer river may have been a strait like the present magellan yet the minor episodes but combine to make up the general history of uplifting and westward tilting mr hatcher has just sailed for punta arenas 
to continue his explorations and surveys. W. J. M. End of section two.